Hey, this is Omar, and this is, and that's okay. You're listening to a podcast about life, mental health, and taking care of ourselves. Hey, we're back. Um, Just to talk more about grief and talk more and focus more on the healing process. And Amy's back with us, and I'm really glad that she... Hey, hey. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, she is sharing this really important and um, deep topic with us. Um, so before we go any further, of course, again, I got to do the um, speech about um, we don't... We're going to try and avoid talking about the names of our jobs and then avoid the names of people. Um, this is not a podcast where we're going to diagnose anybody and we may hint at things that we've tried or seen tried for self-care and these are suggestions. So, Emmy, do you want to say hi again? Hello, I'm back. <laughs> Good to have you back. <laughs> um, so, last time we were talking about grief and the process in which that can happen and understanding that can happen for other people. Mm-hmm. And so we wanted to focus more this time, more on the, uh, how to heal, um, and what your experience is for healing. So can you kind of just talk us through your experience of healing f- with grief? Yeah. Um, it's not a, there's not a formula. Uh, I think it's, I think that, uh, how we grieve and how we heal, um, is, uh, maybe like intimate to each one of us. Um, and so there's not going to be something that I say that, um, you know, would be like, oh, I just need to do this thing and then that thing, and then I will be healed. Um, I can only speak to like what my process has been. And um, I, I just think that's important to say because we're, um, you know, it, it can be overwhelming and, and uh, a lot of the emotions can be confusing when you're experiencing, um, you know, grief. Um, so I wanted to just point that out, that it's not going to look the same for everyone because um, maybe you have come to listen to something about, oh, how do I deal with my grief? And you're like, I'm doing that and it's not working for me. And um, that's that's okay and that's understandable. Um, and uh, hopefully this can be helpful to people, but um, it might not be. So I just wanted to <laughs> wanted to say that before um, saying like what what I find to be helpful for myself. Thank you. I, I really appreciate you pointing out it is going to be different for everyone and your experience with heal the healing process is your experience and this is um, a discussion to really bring out it's okay to heal and everybody has their way in which of doing it. Mm-hmm. I know when I experienced some of my grief with things and growing up, it 
was more along the lines, I was encouraged to just be tough and get through it. And so I took on that mindset of, you just got to get through it. Um, and over the years, just going through mental health for myself, of it's not a just get through it type of thing to do. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm curious. Is it okay if I ask you a question? Go for it. Um, what, what do you feel like was, um, like overtly told to you about how to handle grief? And what do you think was like covertly communicated to you about that? Um, I will, okay, I'll talk about it in this way. Um, Growing up um, as a kid in a military family, we didn't do a lot of discussions about emotions or feelings. When things got tough, that was more of the mindset of we have to... We know it's tough. We have to get to the other side and get through it. Um, I think also just the experience of my parents and what they've had in the past, they carried that to us as kids of you got to get to the next step. You got to get to what you're going to accomplish and achieve. And I think I take on that mindset. I also think there's kind of this underlying... um, hidden way of you're a male and since you're a guy you gotta just you gotta just tough it out that toxic masculinity stuff yeah yeah yeah. yes uh, and so it's taken me getting into the mental health field to figure out Mm -hmm. I when it comes to grief I need to give myself time in it and understand what it is for me thank you for asking the question yeah (laughs) yeah of course Wow. I think that it's really, um, it's really interesting to like just be processing something like this, to be processing what grief looks like on like a personal level and how different that can look. Um, just depending on like how you were socialized and yeah. Yeah, for sure. I agree. Um, Do you want to just talk about your process. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, I know I can talk forever about mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that, um, something that's actually been really helpful for me in my own healing has been taking each moment as opposed to, um, kind of having like a big picture look at it, which I think, um, is funny because in most of the things in my life I operate out of more of like, what's the big picture out of this? Um, that seems to be more helpful for me, but with grief, just taking it as it comes, Mm -hmm. um, letting it be kind of like, uh, a wave crashing up on the shore and being present in the moment, um, with it, as opposed to, um, being like, wow, that wave was bigger than the last wave or like maybe the waves are getting smaller, like just being in the, in the moment of that grief. Um, has been really helpful in my own healing process just so that I don't have, um, unmet expectations for myself. I'm just, I'm just in the moment. I'm just grieving at that time. I really appreciate you forming it in that way that it it can come in waves or it can come in stages and it's not a comparison thing, right? Mm -hmm. It's not like, Oh, like you said before, the last time I had this, you know, I have had grief or loss. Uh, it's not as bad as that, but to take it as this 
individual, my time within it, um, and let me seek seek it out and look through it and feel through it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, type of perspective. Mm-hmm. And I, I also really appreciate you. Like, it doesn't have to be a big picture thing. I can really narrow down and focus on more of the details. Yeah. Um, so when you're saying um, detail-wise, what, what does that look like for you? What is, like, what's maybe on like a day-to-day? Hash it out. Yeah. How do you hash it out, like, even on a day-to-day basis? Yeah. Um, I think that the, um, the way that I really, um, in a moment-to-moment basis, like if I'm experiencing um, a heightened level of, uh, grief. Um, I really want to extend, um, some kindness and, um, gentleness to myself. I think that I, it really helps for me to think about it as if I'm soothing like my inner child or just a child, like how I would respond to, um, a, a kid being really, really sad. Um, maybe I can, respond to myself that way as well. Um, you know, just saying like, like Emmy, I I know you're sad and like giving myself a hug and being so, um, so gentle with myself as opposed to being like, you shouldn't be sad about this anymore. Or, um, you know, it didn't affect you. It like shouldn't be affecting you as much as it is or whatever those like negative thoughts that, have no space in my (laughs) grieving process might be. Mm -hmm. Um, but instead just like coming at it with an approach of like, um, like loving myself and, um, honoring the space that, um, uh, that the grief is taking in my life. During that, that time you're giving your time to be gentle and kind to yourself. Mm -hmm. Do you sometimes feel the social pressures of, Oh, I just got to get over this. I got to move past this. And how do you slow yourself down and stop yourself from being, I just got to get over it. Yeah. I'm, there are, there are times and places where it's not, uh, safe (laughs) to be, um, letting the emotion move through me. Mm -hmm. And so I think that if I'm in a spot where that's not the place that I, um, carve out time in another location for myself to do that. Um, like let's say I'm, uh, at work, (laughs) that's not the best time to, um, or the most effective time for me to be experiencing that. Um, and there are, you know, I could step away. There are things I could do in the moment, but I, I've found it's really helpful for me to be like, oh, I, I should check in with myself about this, um, this evening and then giving myself that that space to do so. And then there are, there are times in which, um, it is a okay, um, space to be experiencing that and, um, letting the, um, grief have as much power as it needs to, as opposed to like giving it more power by like stuffing it down, Mm -hmm. just like letting it move, move through, um, yeah, move through me in that moment. I really, like the way you said giving it more power when you're stuffing it down. I've had experiences like that where I'm just like, I'm just going to stuff it down. I'll deal with it later. And then I end up blowing up later (laughs) and just like on myself or I shut down and I, I can see the dangers in 
just trying to stuff it down. How do you help someone else with the healing process? What, what have you done when you've maybe experienced something the same as someone or someone's come to you and been like, I'm grieving. How do you help them with that? Yeah, I think that um, it depends on what that person um, needs for support. Sometimes it's um, creating um, space for that person to also experience their emotions in a, in a, in a safe way. Um, whether that's just sitting quietly with them or, um, also being gentle and kind and reminding them to be gentle and kind to themselves. Um, you know, sometimes ask, asking the questions, um, not being afraid to, um, say, wow, that sounds like a lot of loss. Um, how are you doing with that? Um, I think that sometimes we shy away from asking those questions because, um, maybe we were afraid of what the answer might say, or it's like inconvenient or whatever. Um, but, but supporting others to the grief process also means giving, um, giving that same, um, space for the emotions to come out as, as you would for yourself. So when we talk about space, mm. Does it have to be just a physical space or is it depending on your relationship with someone? Um, and this sounds like along the same lines of like emotional capacity mm-hmm. who with your relationship with someone or with friends, how do you create those spaces or how do you develop those spaces to get to a place to be like, here we are. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely, it definitely can be a physical space, right? Like if you're in the middle of the grocery store and there are people walking all around and that person isn't, you know, comfortable to be talking about that, then that physical space is not really created for the safety to process your emotions. So sometimes it's a physical space and sometimes it's the combination of that emotional capacity and the physical space of mm-hmm. um, holding in an area, uh, a container for which you can experience your emotions. Um, and I think that that, uh, comes from like rapport building. Um, I think like if you're, if you're doing that in like a mental health professional capacity, um, that, you know, kind of comes from the dynamic, the, the inherent dynamic of the relationship. I think when it's like friends or, or family, um, maybe they've seen, you processing your own grief. And so there's some, some safety to do that together because, um, there's that like understanding aspect to it. Yeah. Awesome. So we did, uh, you did mention earlier, I think in the previous episode, Mm -hmm. like you are a person before, um, you're a social worker. Mm -hmm. And so how do you, at a human level as a social worker help and, and teach healing to, uh, the people you serve, um, or even teammates. How, what, how can that look? How do you teach empathy? Um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure that there are lots of (laughs) 
studies and books and things that talk about um, whether that whether or not that's even possible to teach empathy or like how we can teach empathy. But I think I think mirroring it is the most like uh, is the best way to do that. Um, I don't think we can expect others to um, like extend empathy to us if we aren't extending empathy to them. Um, yeah. Yeah. So what it sounds like is in order for us to learn our, to be able to at least share within that with someone or multiple people, we ourselves have to learn the process of empathy and healing to teach it. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I come, I'm also, I do training too. And I, I talk a lot about like, you have to learn something in order to teach it. And in order for us to build a culture of healing or a culture of understanding, like we have to be learners as well. Um, is that something that you see is vital to, the healing process when it comes to grief or what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think for my, for my own healing process, um, having someone who maybe, maybe if they haven't experienced grief the way that I am, but they still, um, have like a little bit of knowledge of it and they can like sit in that, in that, the weight of that emotion with me. Um, feels really powerful. So doing that with someone else, um, I can imagine would also feel powerful for that person to not feel, um, so alone in their emotions. Cause they can be confusing and big and scary. Well, Emmy, I really appreciate this conversation. This has been wonderful. Um, Would there be a time in the future where we could come back and, you know, have another discussion, not necessarily about grief, but like other things, I would love to have you back on. Sure. Excellent. (laughs) There are things we can do to take care of ourselves. And sometimes it takes time to figure it out. And that's okay. Okay.